Hello, welcome to the Wine and Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Wine and Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Wine and Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Wine and Podcast. I'm your host, King Lou. And I'm the co-host, Nas. And there it go, we live. <laughs> there it go. Welcome to another episode of the Wine and Podcast. This is episode 14. Yes, 14, right? 14, man, 14. That's crazy. So 14 as you see, long I, weeks. It's been 14 long weeks, yeah. And this ain't getting easier, yo. Finding stuff to talk about every week and then sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be some t- like tricky conversations that like we gotta talk about what's going on in the world so because like the base of the podcast is like viewing the world to two young black men growing up in it and experiencing it so like it's been a tough week um how you been though uh i've been doing i um madden has been able to take my mind off a lot of things so that's all i've just been in the house playing madden you played 2k demo yet um i played it for like a day i never really enjoyed the 2k prelude and the demo demos and stuff like that it's not really fun i never really played it you play like that's not the new shoot yeah i don't like the new shot meter at all though shot me this ass for sure but uh are you are you gonna get on the day it come out are we at that age still that we gotta have the game the day the game come out yes I'm, I'm never gonna be a, a certain age where I never not buy the game the day it come out. Like I'm going to get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every every release date, I'm going to get it. And I'm gonna play it all night, like on set. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm kind of upset about like how it looks and all that. Like how it feels. But I, mean, I don't know. But we say that. But it's every a demo. Year it's a demo. You right. We you say right. that every year and we play it every year. We like 2K can. They can do whatever they want to with their game, honestly, and we are gonna buy it every year and complain until the new one drop. It's a it's a yep. bad cycle. Like it we'll is, never it break. Is. Yeah, and we'll then, never break. All right, before we um get and um, before we start doing stuff. Oh, before we do that though, how you been? I mean, um, for you, it's it's a busy week. So like you um today with my first on um, this week was my first week working. Yo, um a lot of meetings. Yo, especially being virtual, man. A lot of meetings, bro. Like I'm in. That meetings brother graduated all... and got him a job, man. Shout out. You had to. You had to. Yeah. Yo. So, um, corporate world, it's okay. It's cool. My um, my team really chill. We laid back. A bunch of young people mm-hmm. in there. Like my my job. So like they need a lot of us in here. So like they get a lot of college grads out of there. So my team really mm-hmm. young. So that's cool. I ain't in there with a bunch of older people. Um, uh, who gonna think I should know everything? They saying a lot of people like they teach us. So it's cool being in there and that's. Thank you. That's why I feel like we had like the perfect age, like to go into the corporate world, though. Because I experienced yeah. the same thing over summer when I was doing an internship at the bank, and it's like all of them are old. Like they are very, very old. I think the 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 like the, the age gap was crazy. It was the interns. Then it was Imani that had just graduated the year before us. That was the the next of youngest at us, and then everybody else was like forty and above. Like everybody, it was crazy. <laughs> and even even at Virginia State, like when I was interning at Virginia State, they had like a, I want to say like thirty something teachers that could just up and leave at that moment, just say I'm done with this, I'm retired. Like so, uh-huh. that that's just crazy. So I feel like we. We really had the perfect the perfect moment of to be jumping into the corporate world. Yeah, we we we're in that wave right now. Yeah, all 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 the old people they they retire right now. They ready to stop working. They ready to get up out of there. So it's it's our time to shine for real. Yeah. And then a lot of people like with this COVID, people who like are in that position that uh just like oh I'm, I did my time. I got my retirement already mm-hmm. secured. 
They say yeah. I'm not going back to work in this COVID world, so like yeah, it's crazy. Right. Like we in there, that, right? I ain't even thinking that, that either, though. That that's crazy. Like with all that's going on, a lot of people have been working for years. They could just up and retire and just say forget it, never going back. Like it's no point. So yeah. It's a lot of that, that sounds like a lot of job opportunities for all of us, man. Y'all better jump exactly. on. I can say, yeah, make sure y'all taking advantage of it. But I know, like, yeah. um, a lot of places I've been saying, like, being in um, VSU 20 group chat, they just like send a whole bunch of jobs on virtual jobs. They need um, people like now, they'll be able to train you. So it is, um, the perfect time, like you said. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I said, um, a lot of meetings, show again, you just that, um, being on the phone calls and pe- being in meetings that. Like say I'm working on a project, like saying I'm not directly working with the people, but this is the mm-hmm. project we're working on. Listening to the head person speak, even though like I don't directly report to, report to him, I ain't really saying nothing. But I gotta be on that meeting. I'm taking mm-hmm. getting used to because I'm home. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I ain't really trying to hear what he say, but I got to yeah. at the same time because I'm getting paid to do this now. So like mm-hmm. that could be a transition. But um, like I said, it's been a busy week, y'all. So um, last night, late last night, um. Rest in peace to chat with Bozeman. Um, his family came out on his um personal Twitter, Instagram, and I believe Facebook page, and came out and um, announced that he has passed at the age of forty three from colon cancer. So that's and crazy. That, that was sick for me to even process at the time. I didn't even know he was that old. Like, he, he doesn't look that old at all. Like I he, he doesn't forty three. But yeah, that that was a. That, we just we've been losing a lot of people all twenty twenty for real. It's been a sad twenty twenty. Being that it was from colon cancer and he had it at um for four years. Uh, he was battling for four years, so that's mm-hmm. what thirty nine or depending on his, when his birthday is thirty eight. He not thirty eight, but um forty. Been when he diagnosed with it, and they like at a, I think the average age for a man to go get his colonoscopy is either forty or forty five. So like he had it earlier than they, the um age you're supposed to go get it checked at. So that, oh, that's, and, that, and that's really, that's really scary, you know what I mean? I, it I, is. I, it was an eye opener for real. I think I want to start going to get, you know I mean, regular checkups. Check Cause I, 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 I mean, I not nothing like that. I don't, I, ain't, I don't think I'm gonna go do that till this time. But yeah, like just but just going regular just going to get yeah. Cause I I take it for granted that I'm young, I'm healthy, that mm-hmm. I'm not gonna have none of these problems. I work out all the time, but if I'm gonna get sick, I'm gonna get sick. It ain't like like. Yeah. I, like he was doing movies and stuff, so like mm-hmm. he was literally the black superhero, yo. Yeah. Black Panther. So like it's it was sad. But um rest in um peace to him. I pray for his family. I mean, I was a big Marvels fan, even though um I like what I like about Black Panther, it wasn't just a black movie, like uh he was a superhero that was that happened to be black. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was just out here being the stereotypical black person that they Put us in these movies. He was just a superhero. That was a great superhero and one of the most powerful. The vibranium, um, vibranium is one and of the most powerful things not, in the world. Not even, not even with just Black Panther though. I know that was a that was yeah. like the, the highlight of his career. But I know he Jackie also, He also got a lot of legendary roles. Now, I mean, he a lot of the roles he played, he portrayed legendary people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so think, it, it's think, it, it's really sad to see him go, especially this early. Yeah, like if you think about the prominent black people in the, like the, that you name, you know, in music, law, sports, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood yeah. Marshall, you know, like um, uh, Bobby. It was, uh, it was it, crazy it, though. Um, the the Five Bloods was his last movie scene, and he was dead in that movie. So it, it's that's crazy as hell. Yeah. Five Bloods. Uh, he 
that was that was that, but that was the last one that was released to the public, uh-huh. man. That's he tough. was dead in it. That's tough. And then um, now that um, speaking too soon, how do you feel like they should do with his um character in Black Panther? Uh, I don't know if it's done filming yet, but how do you feel like they should do with that? Cause I seen a big uproar on Twitter that Black Panther character. Do you feel like they should just end it, like no Black Panther two, or do you feel like they should recast it in honor of him? Or I mean, if if they if they were to do a two, I mean they can't. They, I don't know. They, I mean, I, I don't. If, I don't know if, they, if they if they were shooting it, if they were already yeah, that, shooting it, they could. They could sneak a scene, like change the plot in where he see. dies and then something great happens afterwards and it moves on, but it doesn't go on for to another movie. Like that's just it. Yeah. I could see that happening if it does, but I don't really think they should recast it with another I think they I think they need another to talk person. To the, not not now families. Talk to the family. Not at least but I mean, then the again, fans. we can't even say that because I mean, think about how many Spider-Mans we had, so how many Batmans we had, like how many, how many everything we've had. So yeah, I mean, o- over over time, the actors, probably, the character do, does change. So realistically, it will down. Yeah, realistically down the line, it, it will like the character will be incorporated somehow, but not right now. I don't think now would be yeah. the time to even announce something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, rest in peace to him. Um, God, wrap your hands around his family. Give him the God to get through it. Uh, next, uh, on the list, yo. So, um, I talked about my versus battle, yo. Uh, what's crazy doing the versus battle on the last round? It's on the on Instagram page right now. Uh, we found out through the comments. So, like, it wasn't like I was on Twitter or anything else. Me and mm-hmm. Ty, Ty and my bro Ty and on for a while. We're doing a battle, playing our last two songs. And everybody in the comments just saying, chat with Bozeman, right? And I was currently down at the time, right? So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, maybe he chat with both had like a, a meme or something. Cause one dude was like, "Oh, the Kermit, um, Kermit fraud, answer Kermit fraud meme," and just like joking and stuff, right? So I'm thinking like it's a meme or something. But everybody in the comments like, "Chat with both and chat with both men. And I had my other phone, cause um, I was playing, I was recording off one phone, and then I had my like playlist together on my other phone, so I used that. Mm-hmm. And I go on Twitter, it was like, um, actor chat with both men, um, known as um Jack Robinson and forty two. Has passed away at the age of 43. So it was crazy. But um, we already talked about it, but like the versus battle, yo, it was good, good celebration of music. I ended up losing, yo. Um it was tough. Uh, I take my L like a man, take it to the chest, but yeah. I mean and it was it, it's it's crazy though, because I mean, even though you I hit the group chat for assistance and um uh, DJ kind of told you you was gonna lose before it even uh, I mean started. Like it's I good, probably he bro. told you like he told you was gonna lose like a couple of days when he heard the playlist. Now, I mean, you know that R and B that that's DJ drop. Now I mean that's what mm-hmm. he listened to on the regular. So I don't and know. It, cra- man, you, it you was crazy. It was crazy. No, it was crazy because like it got changed. The original was supposed to be ninety to women versus two thousand women, mm-hmm. and then it got changed to ninety twins and two thousand. Um, I mean from nineties men to nineties women. I was like, uh, how did that even come about though? What the versus battle. They they they've been doing it. They've been uh they've been doing theirs like ever since like the virtual product came up. They did it and mm-hmm. I was in there. You know me. I like to talk trash. I'm like uh blah blah blah. Why name podcast? Like we'll end this like all that good stuff. Ah oh, man, you went in there talking shit on behalf and of lost. us and got punished. and lost and lost. I know, That's right? Not cool man. That's, That's not cool. Hey, look, man, you can go make it make it up, bro. You go find you a battle or something. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, but like, let's keep it on this week, yo. It's crazy how busy and crazy this week was, yo. Um, so as 
it's like even if you didn't have a phone in your hand, because a lot of people are like, oh, I ain't like when we talk about trending topics, you couldn't have mm. missed this. Another unarmed, well, I came another black man was shot by the on uh, the police. Uh, it's not clear as where as if he had a knife in his hand or with a knife in his car. I'm seeing so many different stories. The police hasn't even like been all the way compliant, but can you really expect that in 2020? Man, regardless oh. if it was a knife in the car or not, you know what I mean, like you got a taser. Mm-hmm. And and that that means even even if it even if it's and it was two of them was, it was two of them though yeah so even if his intentions was to go get the knife you got time to tase this man before he before he even got time to turn around you got two tasers on him why is your initial your initial action is to to reach for your gun instead of your taser when the person is unarmed in the first place like he's and walking away no weapons in his hand you got a gun drawn on his back instead of having and, your taser out and, and I feel like that. Is, if they Go felt ahead. like they like, if they felt like their life was a danger from the video, so I got a video. I'm gonna share it on the video, but um, uh, viewer discretion advised. Yeah, viewer discretion advised. If you haven't seen this, um, we're gonna talk about yeah. it. We watching. Um, and if I'm you don't want to see it, I mean, you can just skip when it's wrong. Yeah. So um, this the fair yeah, warning. Yeah, that's a fair warning. Good job putting it out. Um, mm. but like I said, um, if you're about to see in the video. He was walking away. Hold on, I gotta stop it real quick so I can have the sound as well. This is from CTV News. Gotta get my arm. Um, I'm rough and ain't trying to get flat or anything. Yeah, well, I don't own no copyright to the video. All right, so I'm gonna play it, yo. As you see right here in this video, he's walking away. Look, at he's on one side of the car and goes all the way to the other side of the car. Mm. So he was there to break up a domestic violence thing from what they say in a cell phone across the street. Mm. So everybody who's listening, we watching the video. And as you see, he gets in the car. And then it's when he was grabbed by the officer, which I don't understand. They felt so dangerous. Why did they let him get this far? As you see, exactly. he, was on one, he was on the other side of the car. So now they're going to show the park. He, <laughs> why you not, see right why now, not tackle him like you do everybody else? He walking away. He walked from the, uh, on his back. the other side of the car. And I think this is actually a part. And then they go saying they, the officers were placed on administrative leave. And then they're showing protests. Um, so I didn't actually show the actual video of the, the shootings because, I mean, I feel like it's traumatizing enough as yeah. us. Black man, um, going through that enough, I feel like that was traumatizing enough of we have to deal with it on a regular day basis. Like it hasn't been a day, like you said it on one of the first few episodes, it hasn't been a day that you haven't seen. You've been seeing black people getting killed on your phones since you picked the phone up. Mm-hmm. So like it's more, it's it's getting like people like we need to normalize stuff. This is something that we don't need to normalize. Black people being killed by the, or shot because at this point he's not killed. He was paralyzed and waist up right now. Hopefully he'll be able to recover. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Waist down, you're right. Yeah, waist waist down. down. It just said, and obviously that led into uproar in the um the city of Kennesaw. Or Kennesaw I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, um, Wisconsin. And that's another swing state as well, so make sure I go vote. But, um, and that's, that's, that's the reason I'm like, how I feel about what? Go ahead. Um, like the shooting and the people saying, well, we need to see the I whole know. video. 
from the beginning. I, the, I mean, I feel the same way about every time I see somebody that look like me getting shot in the back, killed through my phone. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't, it's like I said a couple episodes, so like it's just sickening to see it's sickening that I still got to talk about it. And I'm 22, and now I've been seeing it and hearing people talk about it since, like I said, when I picked up the phone. And the whole situation, like the bat story about how he was there breaking up a flight and all that's really a reason uh, why. We had two kids in the car too. Yeah, that that that's that's another reason. I just, I just mind my business, let people do what they got going on, cause you never know. No, I mean they they won't even call for him. He ended up dead simply by trying to break up a fight. So that, that's that's really why I just mind my business. Let whatever happens happen, and that—that me saying that—that's not me justifying or saying that he should have managed his business. Or saying if he did manage his business, it wouldn't happen. But it's—it's it's just senseless. Mm-hmm. It was and a then, senseless killing in itself. And then, as, as you would expect, as today says people were mad, being that we've seen it again. It's on social media again. Another man shot in the back. And like now, up. He wasn't. He wasn't. In this video, when he was shot, he wasn't facing them. He couldn't have been a threat to them facing them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that people were saying like he, he don't know. He walking, he walking back. If he's walking away, he walking away with his back turned. Gra- like, grab his wrist. You put a handcuff on it. If you feel threatened, like you said, you take it's, it's a, it's a thing lot is, of options to do. And it, it, it has me questioning their, tra- their training. Like, well, how, and, what are they, <laughs> they, they trained to the do? Same, in the same place. That they, they feel threatened that he's walking away and they, they letting them walk un, unarmed. They, but they shoot him like it, it's just crazy that in the same place uh, a white boy walks with a gun and it they don't they don't raise an eye. No, I mean they let them go. They they Man, think that's him. crazy. Look, look at you getting good at your segue show. So that's and that's what we're talking about right here. We're gonna show um how the uh white boy um Kyle Rittenhouse uh was able to and shoot even, three even, people. It's, it's just down, down to the narrative. Is even down to the narrative. Is it's just crazy in itself as well. How how they portraying it, like the the type of language the mayor was using. Look at this gun. Look at this gun that he running with. The language that the sheriff or the mayor, whoever was up there giving that speech about how he was up there trying to solve whatever issues that was going on. And then you you go on, you go on social media, you go on Twitter, you see the links of this the same news post posting how, oh, it was a knife in the car or he had- The New York Post. Yeah, yeah that's how he got a knife in the car or he had charges and all this other stuff. But then they turn around and post a white boy, spray paint Clint. vandalism after he just, Shot and and then he killed somebody too. Like he killed two like, people. He killed, killed two, two people, people and, and shot and just injured the other one. Right. Uh huh. He won't. He won't even from there. He's not even from there at it all. Was so, it was so many things wrong with that, yo. So one, he was seventeen. So he's not able. He is seventeen. So um, he was seventeen. He crossed. He's not able to be have a rifle at the age of seventeen because you have to be eighteen to have a rifle. He carried a rifle. Across state lines, that wasn't like that he's not even old enough to have. That's two right there. He went out there after the protest, right? Because they said they put it down um, curfew. So he shouldn't have been out there anyway. Cross state borders with he go and shoot three people. Like 
you can't be the one who say um blue lives matter and like we should support the police and you go out there trying to do their job for them yeah or like not saying that his job is to shoot us but uh-uh. and the, uh-uh. and it's just something about this has been an inspiring police officer and all this other crazy shit like it's yeah all of the, the the language that they use when they speak about us in a situation that involve us dying they clearly don't give a fuck they, they they try to like like you said they try to show a picture on uh, the new york outlet on uh, new york post um about like how he was spray spray painting over cleaning up the spray paint on yeah. the wall and shit and how once they showed the black on uh, the black guy, it was all of um he was I think he was in a store and he just they tried to find a the picture of him looking the worst at the time in mm-hmm. it or when everybody else had a picture of him with his two kid two um two children. So I just don't hate the way that they try to portray us in the media versus a killer. That was he was a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with that um being said, and, uh, speak, and while we while we speaking on situations like that, we might as well talk about what's going on in our own backyard. Um, mm-hmm. fifteen people are being charged with um uh, for uh, for those who are not unfamiliar. Um, oh yeah, um, uh-huh. um, in downtown Portsmouth got tore down, and fifteen people are being charged, including I, I believe it's like the head of the um NAACP on um, Portsmouth chapter. Uh huh. Um, the senator, a lot, a lot of people are being uh, are being charged for this. Like I said, when when does it stop? I mean, it's it's just multiple blatant slaps in the faces. We it's don't sad. That's what they're saying. It, it's sad. I'm trying to pull up the article, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. So basically, um, like during the protest, um, a couple of months, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, a Confederate monument that was in downtown, people that was um uh, were charged. I mean, they were tore down. People were charged, saying um, they were the reason that it happened. Even though one of the older ladies, she didn't physically tear it down, but they saying that like, oh, because she started their protest and all this stuff, it's okay. Like we're gonna attach this crime to her, even though it's a crime to tear down a war monument um, of a, a war that was lost. Like we over here celebrating losers, what it sound like? That, that, that's 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 another thing that doesn't make sense. Why even? Why are there Confederate statues for losers? Like why? Why are we celebrating the Civil War and the losing side of the Civil War at that? Like it, it, it just doesn't make sense. On the things that certain people choose to be proud of are stupid. The things that people, certain people, identify themselves as like certain things shouldn't be your your entire identity. Like you, you are more than your political party, your religion, your race. Whatever you choose, whatever you think defines you, it doesn't. Like you are way more than that. All right. So I got you right here. It's the article you're talking about. So Senator, um, uh, Senator Luis Lucas, on uh, one of the heads of the NCAA um, members charge, um, on felony charges for community being a community leader, a committee. I'm trying to think what the actual charges. But it's felony charges, and they put a warrant out for her arrest this past Monday for the Confederate mine being tore down on June 10th on Old, Old Town Portsmouth, saying that she caused more than ten thousand, I mean, a hundred thousand uh, dollars in damages. Like, it's concrete, yo. It's sad about how they're valuing the life of a statue that can be re- rebuilt 
and remade more than the Black Lives that they was out there protesting. They was going crazy out there too. I drove past. They were setting stuff on fire here. Everything. It was snapping out there. Yeah. So keeping on the protest. So as you, um, the NBA uh, was uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic were scheduled to play on what Thursday. No, on Wednesday. I'm sorry. They were scheduled to play on Wednesday, and then the Bucks decided just to not come out at all in mm. protest of the game, uh, was saying that the Orlando Magic didn't come out, and then so, so the NBA was so advanced they end up so the player the pro, the Bucks wouldn't get a loss or a forfeit. They end up canceling all the games for that day to try to get uh, a grab of what's going on. They end up protesting. I guess a total of three days of. Uh, not playing games and boycotting games. How do you feel about that? Um, I know they're gonna end up playing today, today, Saturday. The game starts at three thirty, so they're back playing, but they can make some demands. How do you feel about that? I feel like it was dumb as hell. Like that was stupid. If, why, if why would you say that? Because, like, what did you really do? Like, what what did you if you if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna boycott and protest, then do that. Like, what what was the point of starting the season? back over like nothing changed like what nothing changed nothing happened within that 12 hours that it went from we're not playing no more to we'll be playing saturday like or we'll be well the season won't be real won't be canceled so i just i just felt like it was it was stupid to do well it wasn't stupid to do but it was stupid to give in if you was gonna do it you should have y'all should have just did it like all right, and this is my response to that. I believe, like, they, when they got in the bubble, this is after the George Floyd death and Breonna Taylor's um, murder. Or, well, I'm just asking, was this before or after um, they started uh, the the protest that they signed up? They said they going to come back to the league. I know that. No, it had to be after because Kyrie said he wasn't coming back because of that. So, um, when it happened, I think they was like, all right. We got their attention now. We're gonna do our little. We're gonna do our little. Not little. Come making it smaller. They were making the announcements that they're gonna do, like promote Black Lives, Black Lives Matter, and all that. But they wasn't expecting somebody else to be killed, and in the media to get their attention. I think when they went back in the bubble, they was like, "All right, we got y'all attention. We're gonna promote the message and all that. We don't have to. We shouldn't have to deal with this no more." Because y'all, y'all seen it. Like that's. That's what Kyrie. That was that was Kyrie whole thing. Like it, nothing, nothing changes just because we're playing basketball. We're back playing sports. Like it would have, they would have made a bigger statement if they packed up, went to the crib, say, "Fuck the rest of the season, I'm done with it." Like, and and still got their demands afterwards. Like if y'all gave in hours later and got y'all demands, like what they turning the stadiums into. It's a voting polls, yeah. and I mean y'all y'all could have y'all could have did that without coming back. I mean y'all that should have that should have been one of the initiatives when the bubble first started. Like it shouldn't have took like what wasn't wasn't voting like every we should be voting wasn't that one of there wasn't a thing before the bubble like when yeah. all this so I, I don't I don't get why it takes now to oh we gonna change we gonna make all the stadiums on voting polls like. Yeah, I just thought it, it would have been a bigger statement for them to just go home and let it be done. Like, oh, y'all still killing us, and we we here playing sports. 
y'all don't care, so we don't care. We going home. And I think maybe because like a lot of players were on four plans, so like um now all the contracts, their um prorated contracts are already fulfilled. All this money now they're getting is extra because over I'm playoff money now. So mm-hmm. I think maybe that took account because like we can't say all these players because it's a pandemic. All these players were guaranteed their money as a the big star player. So I think that played a role into it. But I think now it shows the players have even more power because uh when they get boycott, they got these voting polls, as you said. I think the NBA is going to have to launch more uh, commercials during the game about uh, voting. And I think that's the whole initiative right now, what, getting the votes and cha- changing. Like, what is what is what are y'all actually doing? Like, what is a commercial? I like, think how, that's, how, many, how many, bro? How, be, be honest, bro. How many ads do you see a day that you actually pay attention to? I I, you, I don't. You, I don't. You but I. You skip ads and and during commercials on on my phone, I ain't paying attention to what's on the TV and my mind my mindset was before going on before all this going on was I was already gonna vote. Nobody's gonna look at the be watching the NBA game and say, "Oh, I'm about to vote because it's." But a- look, but look, at the same time, if we yeah. if we know with the Super Bowl, these ads cost money. The, like the Super Bowl is having a commercial during the Super Bowl is one of the most important things. So now this money is being took out of these. Bigger corporations because of uh they can't get these spots because the NBA has them for to promote whatever the uh, initiative that the NBA wants. So I think once these bigger corporations start, because we already know it's a money, it's a money like that's what it really is. Like the the, the United States at least ran off of money. It's not ran off for really political views. It's ran off of money and how we can really affect it. Because I believe anybody anybody in these politics can be bought out with their opinions. Mm-hmm. So I believe now these bigger corporations we donate into these president campaigns, these on um, these Democrat and Republicans campaigns, if their money is not being used to get their message across now, then we're like, oh yeah, y'all gonna have to change this so we can get back on TV, so people can start seeing our products. Cause yeah, you're not yeah, me and you are not paying attention to the commercials, but they're paying money for these commercials. So now that money is not being used. What's what's the what's the basic commercials that you see during football during sports games? You see insurance commercials, you see cars, you got mm-hmm. the, you got Dorito commercials. You got your you got your um um food commercials. You got whatever that 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 target people are looking you at. So you got, you got your night, you got your Nike. These are things that people go get on the regular anyway. Like I I, I don't I I've, I I promise I've never met anyone that has looked at a car ad on TV and said. I'm about to go get that car. Like we need to go get that car. Like that's just, it don't be happening. Like I get what you, I get what you're saying, but like, it's really no power in that. Like, but I'm so, saying it's not, it's not about the content. What I'm saying, I'm saying it's about the money that's being used to go on that commercial. So these car commercials, these Chevrolet or these Kia, I believe Kia is the uh, NBA sponsor right now. These Kia commercials that's um trying to be on TV is now losing a spot. Because now the player, their players have to get their message across. Right now, we, the players' message is voting. I'm not gonna go against their message. Um, I wish it would be more of that, more funding, get this funding correct. Because what I'm hearing now is the police department be getting surplus of what the military getting. Because as you've seen, a little town like Kennesaw or Kenosha, I believe it's Kenosha is how you pronounce it, Kenosha, Wisconsin. They got military grade um materials like there was nothing. Like you seen all these riot shields and stuff, but that same time, Wisconsin made that school um district might be lacking the funds, but the police department got the funds to have 
these military grade commitments, these tanks and all that stuff. They were just called national guards. So oh, I think that's what it meant. Even, we even got shit like that, and that was crazy for me to see that Portsmouth got big ass riot trucks, like like they be having. Like it's oh, it's, it, it, it's crazy. And, that and, and, and we, being that we came from Portsmouth Public Schools, we seen the notebooks and stuff we had, like. If we got a notebook that's three, four years old, we happy now. Oh, this is new shiny notebooks. Most of the notebooks that they gave us in school to use, not the ones that we had to like get back and stuff. Oh, not get back, but like the notebooks they gave us and textbooks they gave us in school, the ends are all bent up on them. They've been, you open your notebook, you saying, you might have seen your dad name in the notebook. That's how old the notebook might have been. That textbook might have been, not notebook. So I feel like that money needs to be redistributed equally instead of, that's what defunding the police means to me, at least, like not just taking all the money from the police but taking that money that they don't really need like why was it why was it why did the like you said portman um portman police have riot shields and all these tanks and stuff like that and the school system is trash yeah so like that's why i think that's what my personal um doing but like the nba said voting their message um that's where they went off uh but like i said so now that's the nba other sports stop playing the baseballs. I mean, not all the teams bit boycotted. NHL, I believe MLS, uh, started boycotting it too. Do you think it's gonna be a trend? Do you think it's gonna be like NFL games missing, not played? I know the Giants talking about Saquon Barkley and another player talking about there. They might start a game. Do you think that's gonna be a trend? And if it's a trend, what's gonna be accomplished? No. Or what I is mean, it? Nobody ever really does what the NBA does. Like when they mm-hmm. when it comes to situations like this, the NBA always handles handles in the best way. So, I mean, I I don't expect to see a lot of it in football because I mean, if you think about it, all the the, the protests in the sports it started with football. It did. And now, so, and now and when you when you think about Colin Kaepernick, yeah. And, and so and so now when you now when you think about sports protests, you we're looking at NBA, WNBA, like what? So the NBA, the NBA. I mean, the NFL really never really had cap in his back like they was. They did. And then Roger Goodell came yeah. out and said like they should have listened to him. Roger Goodell like, said Roger Goodell says that every three months, bro. Like, like exactly. I, I promise that that's not the first time I heard that man say, "Oh, we should have listened to cap. We made a mistake by not listening to cap." Like ESPN write an article about that every every couple months. It's just why do why does it take for us as not society but these major um players to actually have something crazy happen? Because Kyrie Irving, as you mentioned earlier, said we shouldn't be back playing, mm-hmm. and now they actually boycott the game two three months after Kyrie Irving said that. Why does it take for something bad to happen? I feel like we're too reactionary to being proactive. We need to. Actually, sit down and get our plans together and get everybody on one accord, which is hard to get everybody to agree on the same thing. I understand that, but why does it always take for the major thing to happen for us to be reactive instead of being proactive? I don't really think shock factor. Like, I feel like people get get something out of caring. Like, nobody really cares until everybody does. So it's not really a, a big deal. To the masses, until it's not really a big deal to the masses until it's a big deal to the masses. If that makes sense, I get exactly like, what you're saying. Yeah, 
And I think that's what happened with the George Floyd death. Like we black people been getting killed. Black people been being harassed by police. Black people been um just being targeted at first, but now on a national stage, they got to see this cop put his knee on his neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds. That's where, like you said, the shot by you. That was the first time we ever saw something like that, you know what I mean? As well. We done seen chokeholds, we done seen people getting shot, we done seen the brutality, but like to to see that, nah, that I, I feel like that, that to see the actual life come out of him, like for him yeah. to watch him pass. I mean, recipe to George Floyd. Huh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy because these are things our parents had to read about growing up with the civil rights, and now we at our age, now we're hearing about seeing it that not even our parents, our grandparents had to deal with this. My parents mm-hmm. wasn't alive for the civil they, rights. So, had to deal with that. Like, yeah, so like, when is it, what is going to be the change? So like, what do you think we need to do to change? So I personally think like, I know the NBA was on the voting, but I think more of a local elections, because like honestly, I think it's a trickle up effect. Everybody think we should start from the top, get the president out and get him. Yes, I don't agree with the sitting president is doing right now. But it's not really Donald Trump doing right now that's affecting me personally. Like at home in Portsmouth. Like like I feel like these local elections is what we really need to be t- um targeting on some people who can actually make changes. Oh I uh, it's the um budget department for Portsmouth. Like Donald Trump doesn't control the budget department in Portsmouth. Let's get the proper funding for schools instead of in the police departments. Um or oh, the, the proper funding period in Portsmouth, then we can work on going to the national level or even state level, like get it right all for Virginia. Up to date police trucks and cars, like man, I need to go back to driving them little Fords y'all used to be driving, man. Tour, like, the Ford, uh, Ford Taurus. Yeah, man, need to bring bring the tours back, man. Man, you don't know how many times have you seen these, these 2019, 2020 folks on Ford focuses uh, on the roads, bro. Anybody Anybody driving around with a, a police car, any type of car that police drive, please put a sticker or something on your damn car. I'm sick of being <laughs> terrified as you riding behind me or riding near you and you just look like that's, the boy. It's not comfortable. And that's, and that's sad. Do you think, like, other races experience that the same we do? Like, all right, boom. Not not saying we speeding, but, like, boom, a police car. I'm going, I'm doing 25 miles, 35 miles per hour on a regular city, and I see a police car on me. I'm like, Lord, bro, please leave me alone, bro. Like, just go I, behind me. In America, I feel like all races deal with it except white people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like nobody's comfortable dealing with the police except they're white. You can tell how they interact with them. Like, they'll argue with the police, cuss at them. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll pull up, they, they can pull weapons out on the police. It's throw sad. Stuff out on them. They, white people do whatever to the police. So, not, and, not. Yes, and, I feel like one of the only races. Um, well, no, because everybody except white people, because I don't think they get scared of the police. All right. And with that being taught, we are at the age where, like, we don't have kids, but a lot of the announcers were saying, or a lot of people, like, oh, in the bubble, like, oh, yeah, they got to explain to their kids. Do you remember those talks that you had with your dad, your mom, like, oh, in the police interaction? Because a lot of white people come out, like, oh, yeah, they don't have to have no conversation with their, um, their kids for real, for real, because the police are there to protect and serve them. At the same time, when I get pulled over, I haven't been pulled over that much, but 
I'm not trying to make no sort of movements. Both my hands, you can see both my hands on the steering wheel. Why you gonna get you, up here and lie to these people and say you don't get pulled over that much? I've been pulled over three times my whole life. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I mean, I. But that, so yeah, I, I I have my shit out before they even get to the car. So. Yeah, yeah. My my license and registration is oh. already out. Like I'm yeah, letting them know. I, I put I got license, registration, and proof of ins- proof of insurance. Now I mean, take all of this shit and go back to your car and write my ticket, please. I don't want to answer no questions. I don't want to talk about nothing. You got all the information you need. Search my name. It's clean as hell. Mm-hmm. Give me a ticket. And let me go home. That's all I want. Yeah, but it's scary that like this is these are the same people who are protecting and serving us, and we out here fearing that if he having a bad like Kenneth Smith saying, or oh, not. Well, I, I mean, it is. I've never felt like the police was here to protect and serve me personally. Like I didn't see, I didn't that's, actually that's like, do. like I didn't, I was young, like witnessing with my own these eyes right here. You know what I mean? Like I didn't witness the police plant shit like in the house and all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't see that with my own eyes, young. So mm-hmm. like at, like knowing police officers by by their names, like really knowing them, like oh that's. That's officer so and so. No, I mean we ain't going over there. We need to go over here. We'll do whatever. No, I mean so. Yeah, it's from a young age I learned not to trust or deal with them or go near them. So, yeah, I never felt like they was here to protect and serve me. Yeah, it, it's just a sad world, man. But, huh? I don't know, man. We, we think we have to get better. We have to really see change. They're not more. All right. We just it's gonna have to pass or it's gonna get better. No, we have to actually do action, do change, do put a plan in place of we're gonna stick try this and if we don't get these results then you're not getting our money, you're not getting our votes, you're not getting our support. Um I wish we had our shit for real. I, I wish we did too. And if to be honest, this not even their shit. <laughs> they came here and took this land. I'm not talking about like like land and shit like that. I'm talking like, man, like a a black uh, a a black Walmart. Know what I mean? Or a black version of Walmart, whatever that would be. And, like, and you know what happens? Cause you're right. People, we did have black Walmarts for, but these larger corporations come out with here with all this big money and buy us out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to turn down. Oh, all right. We see you got. Let's say we got a net. I got a net bigger Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. If Jeff Be- if Jeff Bezos come to you right now, you got the next Amazon away. You're not Amazon yet, but you got almost anything you got. You your prices might be just a little bit smaller than his. People really starting to go to you. He's he come to you, man. All right, look, I'm gonna come to your company like how Andre did. I'm gonna come to you. I'm gonna give you a billion dollars, bro. How can you really say no to that? You don't. I mean, and realistically, and, and, and yeah, I mean, we, you we, we keep it a buck right now. You're right. It's, you can't say it's like it's gonna be hard to tell somebody who ain't never had a billion dollars in their life no to turn out. I can't turn down a billion dollars right now, not knowing only one would do with it. But if yeah. I wasn't turned down that and grow my you own, you don't, you don't do anything with a billion dollars. Like you wouldn't spend that in your lifetime. Know what I mean, and like, then you just, you just, what you just did was made your family good. So that that would be my mindset. Like, hey. and then people. Um, so why I brought that up is does that thing is a lot on Dr. Dre when he sold Beats to Apple, right? He still has ownership. I like that he had it. Make sure he kept his name and all that stuff. That's great, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre Beats still, but a lot of people because you know people's crack that oh yeah he's the first billionaire in hip-hop a lot of people get all said oh he sold out for the white man so like it's no selling out for a white man like what what is that i just got, i just got a billion dollars for my idea that's mm-hmm. that's what 
that's what I created it for. I don't know. I, I really I hate that narrative. I really do. Yeah, um, and, like, and, we we sometimes we really are our own like worst enemy. You know what I mean? And you know, I think how, that how that man a sellout for for creating a, a a billion dollar investment and and moving on with it. Like that that man just sold his idea. They started from the ground up for a billion dollars, and he don't got to put no work in for it no more. And mm-hmm. he still got ownership of it. He's still eating off of it. Yeah, it's not even his. So, yeah. I I would I wouldn't call that selling out. Like anybody, anybody calling that man a sellout is is angry at themselves. And I think at the same time we need to eliminate that stigma as as like selling out as well, or not even selling out. Because I feel like as a community, not about a bad bad community, but it's just be honest with us right now. A lot of the narratives that we are portrayed on is because of we allow we do it to ourselves first so like if i go in a store with a a do-rag and a white beater on right oh he he'll uh he'll watch out for him he might be in here stealing and sometimes be black people looking at me like oh yeah he might i got tattoos oh yeah he might be a thug or something like that because he got a white uh white beater on and you being followed in the store right and now i'm being solely profiled because of that instead of I ain't stole. I ain't, I ain't here about to rob you. I got enough money about what I want here, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we just we need to stop trying to fit an image and be ourselves. Yeah, I don't be caring at all. I, I don't. I don't care. I like, like I I deal with it now. Oh, you don't go in. Uh, go out with a do rag or anything. Like, oh, you you might you look ghetto and bam. I'm, I'm not out here I'm trying not, to impress. I'm not out here for them. I'm my hair. You know what I mean, like. These shit spinning under here. I'm I'm trying to hold these down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm on, I'm on week seven right now without a haircut. I'm gonna get one next week though. Yeah, I see I'm wearing a lot of hats. So hopefully next episode I have a haircut. Maybe, maybe not. Hopefully, man. Uh but uh you got anything else you want to say, man? Uh no man. Great talk. All right, great talk, man. We all our topics too. Huh? So we hit all our topics too. Nah, yeah, yeah, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. But um it's good, bro. That we got backside bases. I know we've been going a little heavy on the guests oh, lately. Yeah, so we got back to just me and you. That was cool, man. We ain't turning down no guests. Oh well, I'm still. I'm lying. I'm gonna turn down some guests. That I ain't really trying to talk to. But we ain't. I ain't turned down no good conversation. That's what I should have said. So like, if you do got some good conversations, you want to be a community. You're a community activist, and you want to sit down and like give us a plan. What you say? Yes. Yeah, you, you, you got something to get off your chest, you can come up here and say, if you sick of watching, sitting at home, and you feel like you just got to tap in, say something, I mean, you can do that, too. It's, yeah, I'm it's awesome. Shout out y'all. Appreciate yeah. y'all for tapping into the Why Name It podcast, man. There it goes. So, like, I'm going to end it off, man. It's episode 14 of Why Name It podcast. I'm the host, Lou, King, Lou a.k.a. King Lou. I don't know my name. I don't. It's been a long week. Where is it? Where is it? Cut close to the mic, bro. I can hear you. I said my name, Nas, and we out. We out.